Hi, Lou. Uh, Adam Proto from MapleLeafs.com. Um, obviously, uh, another uh, in a long, uh, the latest series of moves for the team. I'm wondering uh, if you can talk about uh, what James brought to the table and um, uh, and the way he reacted to the trade today. Well, first of all, I think all of you know James uh, better than I do as far as the type of individual he is. Uh, you know, being the longest leaf of, of this present group that's here of, uh, so that uh, I don't have to speak to the type of person and character he has, and he was the same way on the phone. Uh, so I, I don't know any anything else we can say about him other than uh, quality things uh, in, in what he brought to the organization. And just as a follow-up then, in terms of, of the uh, the deal coming together, was it something that had been ongoing or had it come together in the last little while? <clears throat> Well, I, I think the the reasons for it are, are the most important uh, as far as timing goes. Uh, in other words, you never know when the timing comes about. Uh, but the, the reason for this is that in the plan or the process, the plan, as I said, is an overused word, uh, it, it we needed to take a look at our minor league goaltenders who are playing extremely well. As we all know, we've got the best uh, team, in our opinion, in the American Hockey League, and we've had the best goaltending tandem there. So we have to take a look at uh, Jared Sparks right now and see if what he how he performed when he did come up earlier, uh, you know, is something that uh, is the real thing. Uh, we're going to have to find out about people. Uh, so these are all things that are in the process, and you can't do it when you have two goaltenders here uh, in the NHL. I can remember back in uh, many years ago when we had to find out about a young goaltender in the minors in New Jersey, and it seemed to work out pretty well. You never know unless they give the opportunity, and the only way you get an opportunity is if, if there's uh, a space available for that. And and that's the reason for this. Uh, the timing certainly is you go as far as you can until you have to do that, especially when you've got a, a quality person and a quality player as we had in Reimer, and uh, this is the best that could come about at this point. Thank you, Lou. Hey, Lou, Paul Hendrick from Leafs TV. How important would a long run toward a Calder into June do to hasten the uh, development of your two minor league goaltenders? Well, first of all, uh, it is never our intention to not give them uh, a long run uh, in, in the minus and the experience, but I think it's uh, we have to give them experience up here too. And uh, quite frankly, our our coaching staff and management has to find out, you know, how they will play. Uh, as we all know, the American League and the NHL, uh, there's even though it's the next step like AAA and you know Major League Baseball, but there is quite a difference. Uh, you find out a little more about the shooters are at a different level. Everything, so we have to find that out. But it be extremely important for them to be on a team that wins and wins and wins. Lou Lance Army from the Toronto Sun. Can you uh, talk a little bit about uh, about Reimer and maybe uh, the interest out there on him? That certainly San Jose couldn't have been the only team approaching you. Well, I, I think that you know, uh, you, as far as interest goes, uh, I think all you have to do is look at the goaltenders uh, on the teams that are presently in the playoffs, so we're close to the playoffs, and there was not a a real need uh, for a goaltender uh, in the opinion of the teams, and if there were a need, there were cap 
restrictions, uh, which is very common these days in the new world where we look in a CBA. So there are a lot of reasons why sometimes things, uh, as far as uh, interest goes in different positions and what commitments are, uh, but this was, uh, you know, something that uh, we internally uh, made a decision on uh, that we had to give the opportunity to these young goaltenders to see what they could do, uh, and uh, Reimer was a free agent. Thank you, Lou. This is Steve Weiner from the from the AP. Uh, what are the what's the condition on that that fourth round pick in 2018 to make it uh, potentially a third round pick? If they go to the finals, if San Jose goes to the finals. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Lou, it's Rob Longley from the Toronto Sun. Um, I'm wondering, Lou, yes, when Rob. you make a deal. I'm wondering, if, Lou, when you make a deal at the trade deadline with the UFA, how much you consider the possibility that uh, you could get them back again on July 1st. Well, that's always uh, certainly behind your mind, and I, I think that's the best I could answer that. Uh, I've had, you know, the good fortune to have, uh, you know, players who were traded, not necessarily at the deadline, uh, come back, uh, so that, that that's not uh, something that doesn't happen in the National Hockey League and will continue to happen. And I think in this world today, uh, of where you know the caps is and uh, the, you know, whatever is transpires with the, the salaries, uh, I think is going to be more prevalent than it has been in the past. Thank you. Lou, Adam Proto again from MapleLeaves.com. Um, just with the moves that yes, have been made in, in their summary so far, uh, in those that you've made, um, what would you say to Maple Leafs fans in terms of um, how you feel about where you are in the process, how how the organization is is looking at the moves that have been made uh, of late. Well, I I think whenever you have a, a, you know a plan, you always you know go accordingly to it. As difficult as it is sometimes, and timing sometimes uh, is on your side. Sometimes timing isn't on your side. Um, but what we have done is try to acquire. Uh, pieces that can help us not only to gain young prospects, but also pieces that can gain, you know, players at the right time when that need be uh, to be decided. And you never know when that is. So I I think that the situation that, you know, we have been in uh, and what the process has been and what Mike and his staff has done with the team, and we can see exactly the competitiveness that we have each and every night, no matter who is in that lineup. So it allows you to make some of these decisions uh, because we know that we're going to be able to play with anybody on any given night. And these decisions are made for today and tomorrow. Or you could reverse that and say tomorrow and today uh, because today we're finding out about people that we have in our organization and whether they can do the job or not do the job, and we're also preparing for the future by acquiring uh, picks or acquiring assets, whatever way you want to look at it. Thanks again. Lou Lance Hornby again. Uh, would you mind just talking about the new players uh, who are coming uh, from San Jose? Yes, uh, they, they, you know, two players certainly who have had uh, NHL experience uh, uh, and certainly, you know, have played in the minors. Uh, we've all certainly seen them, uh, you know, as far as what they will bring to the NHL team. I don't think that at this given point uh, they'll be here. 
but right now, you know, we're going to get Jared Sparks in here to see just how he handles the situation. Uh, he will be in Montreal tonight as a backup. And, and once we get the players here, we'll find out more about them in practice as to, you know, what they can bring and what they can't bring. Just wanted just wanted to find out. I know you don't know what what Stalock or Smith will be at the NHL level yet necessarily, but what have you seen from Stalock as as an American League goaltender? Well, there's no question he's one of the uh, you know he's handled the American League as one of the better goaltenders in the league, and we certainly know him from you know his earlier days. Um, but I, I think until you get them right in front of you, and until you put them on the environment, you, you, you never know. Uh, but, you know, we're going to have open eyes uh, with this uh, and, and give him an opportunity to us to see what he can do and then make decisions going forward. Uh, but I think that the, the focus will be on our, uh, on our youth as far as, uh, you know, what they can do, uh, who we are very high on. But we have to give them an opportunity. And Lou, what, hey, hey uh, Lou, it's Craig Kessler with ESPN.com. I just wanted to kind of, uh, oh, sorry, didn't mean to walk. Um, in mentioning kind of, you know, your plans with these draft picks down the road, is there a, a maximum in terms of how many players you would want to draft in a single draft in this process? Well, uh, first of all, this draft pick is in 18. So, uh, in other words, you know, I think we have, uh, you know, a lot of picks right now. I think you have to be very careful. I think it's an excellent question because you can only sign so many players uh, and develop them because you have to stay within the 50-man roster. And I think if you look uh, along when transactions are made, not unlike this one, uh, you try and keep the contracts where they're at. And we actually made a, a transaction earlier in the year because uh, we we were at 50 contracts and we made a transaction to reduce that. So, uh, yes, the answer to your question is there are just so many picks and you have to be careful uh, just uh, how you – uh, handle it, and when you sign them, uh, because the clock starts ticking, uh, and unless they're in junior, they count on your list. 